Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. What do you think happens when we die, Camarillos? Good day. A good day would be to sleep in, take a motorcycle ride. You know, you're going to have to catch me. Walking the streets of the future is really going to be breathtaking. Hello and welcome back to Hanksy Panksy, Honor Among Reeves, a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends absconded with Tom Hanks, purloined Dwayne Johnson, and are about to be absolutely mugged by Keanu Reeves. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm stealing your lunch money. Mmm. And I am the board of, board of school directors, the school board director. It's unclear what his job was. But I think I'm, superintendent. I'm the superintendent. I'm the head honcho. The buck stops mm-hmm. here, buster. Yeah. Real real cool guy. Yeah, the I'm going to need you to come into my office so I can be completely not understanding. And yeah. Really cast Devoid a, of humanity. <laughs> cast a power across everything you're trying to do to mm-hmm. be compassionate. Yeah, that's, that's me this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like, um, honestly, near as I can tell, every superintendent. Mm, I don't think you can get that job without having a heart as black as coal. Um, so, I I asked my wife, who, you know, uh, it, it, it used to be a teacher, and I, at one point, asked her, are principals worth anything? And she said, actually, yeah, they do budgets, and they, they go to, like, school board meetings, and they, and they deal with a lot of annoying shit. And then later in the movie, I did ask, are superintendents worth anything? And she said immediately, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they are pretty fucking worthless, yeah. near, as, near as we can tell. I mean, thank God she's not a teacher anymore, uh, I guess. Because then superintendents do have, I mean, I do, as a superintendent, have the power to fire your wife. Um, Here's the thing. If if the uh, superintendent listens to this podcast, I think that's more damning for your job than it would be for my wife's job. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty true. Uh, so, hey, if you're a superintendent that's listening, um, fuck off, I guess? Yeah, yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah, um, go... Unless, yeah. Or, or, if you want to make your case for why you shouldn't go fuck yourself, send us an email at hanksypanksypod at gmail.com. Specifically, if you're a headmaster, if one of our Irish listeners is a headmaster at a school, you know the boys gots to hear all about that. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you, especially if you're Jewish. Yeah, if you're an Irish Jewish headmaster, Mm -hmm. we're really sort of narrow casting what we're looking for. The more yeah, I think there's one person. Yeah, in in the world who fits that description, probably. but if if you're there, Chaim Alibowitz, um, <laughs> give give me a ring. Yeah, please do. We'll set up a Skype call. Uh, we'll yeah. record it. We'll put it out there. You'll be famous to about a sure. hundred people. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Well, I, obviously we watched 1988's Permanent Record. Um. Which, uh, Luke, do, do we want to do this now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, yeah. Yeah. As sort of a content warning, um, Permanent Record does deal with suicide. Yeah. Um, so, um, 
So in case that's, you know, going to be triggering for you, just just so you're aware, this is the podcast that it is, so we're hopefully not going to talk about it too much, but still, um, there's that. Also, um, you know, if if you or, or anyone you care about is dealing with, you know, suicidal thoughts or anything of that sort, you can dial 988 if you're in the United States, and that will connect you with your local suicide hotline. Yep. Um, they they can talk with you and help you out, and um, and also um, no feeling is permanent, so you know, you keep keep pushing through, folks. Yeah, you can also text that number. I learned today. You can oh. text nine eight eight as well, which is a well, nice little option. Yeah. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So so to to get that out of the way. Yeah. Um, kind of at the top here. Uh, Excellent. And, yes. And now jokes are back in the room. Luke, how is your watch? Uh, it was fine. Um, mm-hmm. rang up old Jeffrey Beesbos and he went, "What?" And I was like, <laughs> uh-huh. "Yeah, I need, I need the 1980s permanent record movie." And he was like, "Oh, why?" And I told him it's mm-hmm. for a project. And he went, "Ah!" And then he went back into his gigantic pile of DVDs. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Why is it that when you get uh, your movie from Jeff Bezos, he seems infinitely more Jewish than he actually is? <laughs> I don't know. I just I just report them as they as they arrive to me, <laughs> my guy, <laughs> on his yacht. Maybe yeah. Maybe it's just uh, the atmosphere down there in South Florida, wherever his yacht mm-hmm. is. Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, <laughs> down in God's waiting room. He, um, yeah, so anyway, he get he gets me the DVD. Um, I did cut myself kind of horribly while making dinner. Um, so I did watch it with my, my hands sort of gauzed up. Um, yeah. A fucking hero of podcasting through the pain. Yeah, podcasting through the pain, folks. Did watch the entire movie while it hurt pretty bad. And it still hurts. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's not great. Uh, at yeah, the could you give me on like a one to ten scale? Probably like a five or a four. A five or four? That's not insignificant. No, I mean it hurts. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's getting better, but yeah, let's see more like a four. It's probably like a four. Yeah. Well, you know what, Luke? Yeah. Rub some dirt in it and keep fucking going. <laughs> keep fucking podcasting, man. Yeah, man, come on. Come on, we don't we don't raise no fucking lily-livered whiny podcasters here. No. Hell no. Hell no. Put some WD-40 in that shit and keep on pod, keep recording. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Squeak it up. All right. Um... <laughs> That's their slogan. (laughs) WD-40. Squeak it up. (laughs) This episode sponsored by everyone's favorite lubricant, WD-40. Lubricant and medical goo. And medical goop. Um, Anyway, all that to say, my watch was was pretty bang on, pretty straightforward other than being injured. Sam, how is yours? Uh, Disrespectful. Mm. Uh, in a in a big way. Um, so uh, booted boot up. I see. I went to Bill Gates's dingy basement apartment. Yeah, post divorce. Um, Bill Gates is yeah is a sight to behold. He had he was making um Kraft mac and cheese out of a pot that he clearly had used to make Kraft mac and cheese many times before and <laughs> had never cleaned. Yeah. Hey, it's gonna get boiling water in it. It's fine. Luke, the crust on that. I mean, th- th- there were layers yeah. of sort of craft sediment. I mean, the I mean, difference you... the difference between crust and a fine patina is pretty thin, but I don't think a craft I... patina is, is Let doing me tell it. you, my guy, this one, pretty thick. Mm. You could, I mean, it was like looking, it was like doing paleontology. Because you could look <laughs> through and see the exact layers. Yeah. Damn, uh, so, Bill. So I was like, hey, man, um, can I get permanent record? And he said, huh? <laughs> and, uh, and I said, you know, the 1988 Keanu Reeves film. And he goes, 
would you rather have Fortnite? And I said, I probably, yeah, I would. Yeah. Um, but, but no, no, I do need to watch 1988's Permanent Record. And he goes, how about Halo? Do you want to play Halo? You want to play said, a Halo? I, yeah. And I said, yeah, I mean, I again, I, I would rather do many things other than watching 1988's Permanent Record, but... Bill really need the movie, and uh, and I can let you get back to your craft dinner. He talked to me for another two and a half hours. Mm, um, that's gonna add to your runtime. You know yeah, what I mean? In a big way. Uh, so I got the movie. Uh, my wife and I had uh, we made bon me for dinner, and oh, just fuck yeah, so good, so good. Um, and then about midway through the movie. Uh, my wife was having some tech issues with her laptop, and so I just trouble troubleshot, troubleshooted, troubleshot, I believe. Troubleshot, yeah, troubleshot. Her laptop issues while the movie was running. I didn't feel like pausing it, so I I didn't pay attention for I'm gonna say 15, 20 minutes. Damn, <laughs> Sam. I mean. You know, I looked up and stuff, and I kind of clocked what was happening, but, uh, yeah, I, pretty disrespectful, and then later I got on my phone for a little bit. Oh, you it was, son of a bitch. Yeah, I was, I was a bad, I was a naughty little boy this time. You were, hey, and to contrast, I feel like it's seesaws. It's pretty rare that we're both very disrespectful. That's a bad yeah. sign for your movie if the boys watch yeah. it. Oh, yeah. And both of us are, because this time around, Sam, glued to the TV, was right there. In fact, for the first time in the history of this project, I paused it, which we're not supposed oh. to do. Um, I paused it for half a second just to see how much was left on the movie. And Sam, for the first time in the history of this project, there wasn't that much left. Ooh, okay. Which is a stark contrast to when I usually do that. And it's like, bro, you got two hours left on Labyrinth or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah hey bud you're only 15 minutes into dark crystal yeah you got a whole other thing coming for dark crystal <laughs> check it out at uh, patreon.com slash hanksy panksy where you can see both of those uh, mm -hmm. hear yeah. both those episodes um yeah uh yeah so uh do you want to break down the plot okay. of a permanent record yes but I don't think I can do it in three acts. But I'd be shocked if you could do it in one act. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the descriptor that Jeffrey Beesbo scrawled on a piece of cardboard and handed to me uh -huh. with the DVD sums it up best. So I'm just going to read you or uh, recite what I can remember of that. Which sure, is yeah. that um, there's two guys. There's David and Chris. They're high schoolers. David and Chris are best friends. Chris is Keanu Reeves. David is... <laughs> And, uh -huh. um, David, uh, has everything going for him in his life. He's really popular. He's quite talented. Seems mm -hmm. pretty happy. And then, uh, he does jump off a cliff. Um, yeah, literally. And then the rest of the movie is just them as a high school unit sort of dealing with the aftermath of that as yeah. the, the shockwaves kind of, you know, ripple back and forth between the student body. So Sam... This movie is, is a bummer, this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, what'd you think of it? <sighs> we can't there's no good, there's no bad. There's no good, there's no bad. Um, this movie was well-intentioned. Mmm. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, pretty juicy. And by that, I mean... I don't actually hate the premise, and I think they mm -hmm. do a lot. It is it is a well-orchestrated movie in a lot of ways, uh -huh. um, but holy shit, dude, is it a beatdown of a movie, and I don't quite yeah. know who it's for, so it's well-intentioned, and it handles things fairly well. Like, we're seeing people grieve, mm -hmm. um, but I don't know who... Who is this for? Who's going to watch this thing? Us. Us, ostensibly. Yeah. yeah. 
Anyway, what what do you think of this movie? Um, so this is probably a mistake, but I've decided I'm gonna burn one of my like simple descriptors okay. early on. Yeah, this movie is sad. This movie is extremely sad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, am I going to regret that a year from now when we watch another bummer of a movie and I can't call it sad? Yeah. 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 Uh but uh for right now, yeah, this movie's sad. Um yeah. but you're you're very right in that it's well-intentioned and like it does actually handle I like it handles the topic I got to say with a plum. With a plum, which that was what we were curious about. Everybody in my house watched this movie. So there's three more for the uh, the watch count on this movie mm-hmm. that probably hasn't seen the light of day since right. roughly 1989. Um, yeah, that's sort of what we were curious about was how are they going to handle it? And the answer is pretty dang well. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it's honestly sort of astonishing mm-hmm. to see how well this movie handles the topic of suicide better than like modern day shit i'm looking yeah. at you 13 reasons why yes for sure uh, it made me think a lot about actually there's a house episode that deals with suicide as well oh yeah um that's quite good uh in one of the later seasons that really it it just this movie focused on the the grieving, you know, people going yes. through it in this one. Yeah, and it didn't, because um, I haven't watched 13 Reasons Why, but my understanding is that it, like, uh, kind of glorifies, uh, like, depression and, yeah. and uh like suicidal ideation in a in a really weird way has sort of been my grip on it. So the the fact that like this movie doesn't I it, it is it fair to say that it kind of doesn't even grip with it. No, it almost treats it it treats it sort of how I've come to understand suicide as someone who's really struggled with this. This is getting earnest. Um, yeah, this may be more of an earnest episode. More of an earnest episode. But yeah, as someone who's struggled with mental health throughout my life um, and has been bent in that direction at various times in my life, I'm perfectly fine now. Everything's great. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Um, it's kind of... This movie treats it kind of the way I view it, which is like... It's a it's it's an unfortunate reality. Like, the mm-hmm. people that are in this movie dealing with this, no one is casting dispersions on... David, no one is right. like what an evil human being, which is a reaction some people have to someone's yeah, absolutely know, yeah to to someone's torment and going through something like this. So, um, yeah. Anyway, it it yeah, it's just that's the problem. <laughs> it's that, yeah, the, <laughs> it deals the, with it very well and shows you a lot of people really fucking going through it, man. Mm-hmm. In like pretty, pretty uh, believable, realistic ways. Yes. Um, there's a scene that I caught after I finished troubleshooting Kenna's uh, laptop, where uh, Keanu gets drunk and is just I'm like flying through town in yeah. in his car, uh, and nearly kills um, David's younger brother. Yeah. Uh, who I. Just as an aside, the actor looked very familiar. I couldn't figure out who the fuck he was. Um, mm, great aside. <laughs> yeah, I know. He looks. Power, who's that kid from stuff. What's His Face? He looks mm-hmm. like so and so. Who you know? But there's, there's the moment. So uh, he like manages to 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 miss the little brother, and and so Keanu like runs out of the car, checks on him. Uh, kid's parents, so David's parents, come out and. His dad is asking if Keanu's okay, and then he realizes that Keanu's drunk, and he starts yelling at him, and then Keanu breaks down, and yeah. it is 
gutting. Yes. It is absolutely gutting because he's he's so upset about and and again it's very believable that he was David's best friend and he had no idea. Yeah. And yeah, it's, oh, that's it's brutal. That's a salient plot point, and they don't drag it out. They they actually do a good job of this as well. But um, Chris is the one who sees David jump. Yeah. Um, and. Or he, he doesn't see him quite jump, but he sees him on the edge of the cliff, and then he's gone. Um, right. And then he receives a mailed letter from Chris later that basically says, like, I'm unwell, um, mm-hmm. that he sent before he jumped. So he puts two and two together, and he kind of carries this burden for, mm-hmm. you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes of this movie before he tells folks. Um, yeah. And, and then there's that... That scene where he tells David's parents that David didn't scream, and it's just... Yes. Oh, man, this... Yeah. It's a... Yep. Uh, Yeah, I'm... That got me a little misty-eyed. I'm not even going to lie to you. Um, Yeah. Who... Which, again, who is this for? (laughs) Why? It's so good, but also... Why? I don't know. I, I genuinely... I don't really know. But I don't think it's a bad thing for people to watch. No. I mean, it's pretty... Yeah. Like you said, very realistic. And you're watching teenagers go through this, too. So people mm-hmm. kind of navigating this at one of the harder points in their lives. Um yeah, again, this got way more earnest than I was uh, expecting. But topic at hand, kind of, how are you going to yeah. slice it? So Yeah. Um, so, so I, I want to, we got to, we <laughs> but we got to try to get jokes back in this room. <laughs> jokes is um, not even in the same county at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got to at least coax jokes into the same, like, zip code. Yeah. Um. Okay, okay, so let's talk about some other stuff with this movie, okay? Okay. Keanu's hair, are you up or down on it? Keanu's hair is the same as it's been for the last two movies, and... Oh my god, you're... yeah. Well, no, 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 past two movies, it's been shorter. It's been shorter, but you can see that this is the culmination of what the seeds yeah. that were planted in the first two movies. Yeah, we're in full mop mode, I would yeah, say. Yeah, definitely a mop head. Um, I would I would say I am like this. I got one up and one injured thumb down. Mm, um, okay. I can see now, both sides of this argument. Does the injured thumb imply yeah. that your down is not as far down or is more down or is it equivalently down i think it's more down i think Mm. the fact that i've subconsciously gone with the injured thumb for the downward right slope um because here's the thing i am looking forward to the grizzling Mm -hmm. i need the grizzling of keanu reeves oh yeah like we're still he's too smooth he's too soft He's too smooth, he's too soft, and also it seems like he really got typecast. This is something I wanted to talk about. He's gotten typecast in the beginning of his career here as a guy who can pound beers and suck face. And, yeah. Uh, that's all he, he's kind of done in the last couple mm-hmm. movies. I mean, he's done a lot. I will say that in the last three movies, we've seen orders of magnitude more acting than yes. we saw out of Dwayne Johnson in an entire season. And a little bit Tom. A little bit towards the, yeah, later, well, yeah, no, or beginning and end of Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, um, I gotta tell you, Mophead, two thumbs way up. Two I thumbs fucking, way up. I love it, dude. And, you know, when you were talking about it, I realized mm-hmm. his hair now is not too dissimilar. No, I think that I was, dude, get out of my skull, because I was just thinking about this. I think the difference is that he's gotten older, ostensibly. Mm-hmm. We don't know that for sure. Um, yeah, allegedly. Allegedly, he's older. 
his hair's thinned out a little bit, and I think it helps. Yeah. I think the reduced volume actually helps the look. Yeah, he also doesn't have like the bangs yeah, that he's no rocking bangs. in this. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you're talking about his age, allegedly. Um, again, I you know wasn't super paying attention, so I got kind of curious. Yeah. About where he stacks up compared to Dwayne and Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm curious, where would you place them from oldest to youngest? Oldest to youngest. I think, okay, I feel like this is a, a get, a get, a getcha, gotcha. I think it's a mm-hmm. gotcha. Um, a getchum. A getchum. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is going to be a getchum. Mm-hmm. But I believe it's Tom Hanks. Followed by Keanu Reeves, followed by Dwayne The Rock Johnson, in order of oldest to youngest. You are correct. Okay, but I do but think it's probably pretty close on Tom and Keanu. How close do you think it is? Less than ten years. You're correct. It's eight. Okay, that sounds now. Yeah, 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 yeah. To give you an idea, do you know how much younger Dwayne is than Keanu? I'm gonna say fifteen years. Eight. Eight. Oh my god we yes. cracked it we found this is <laughs> we did it we fucking nailed it yeah so tom was born in 1956 keanu was born in 1964 and Dwayne was born in 1972 we cracked the code my man to like I, I it's kind of wild <laughs> to to see Three dudes separated by the same number of years, and how fucking different. Yeah. Like, because I got to tell you, just looking at Tom and Keanu, I would have guessed, like, ten or more years. Yeah. Because, no offense to Tom, but he look old. He's he's become America's, not daddy, but America's granddaddy. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah, I just like eight years is not that much. It's truly not. No, it's it's less than a decade, which I think is is because I always like to think, you know, when when you, you got to think about it in terms of when people were born. Right. So like when Tom was eight, Keanu was born. So that mm-hmm. age difference, like if they were to interact at that age. Would not have been weird. That would have been, right? You know, a pretty standard like cousin of or whatever interaction. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's not like if they were twenty years apart, where right. Yeah. Yeah, that would be just a twenty-year-old hanging with a baby, which you know they don't have a lot in common at that point. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's hard. Except to, the shitting themselves. Except the shitting themselves. Yeah, it's hard to get a conversation going though. Um, mm-hmm. I guess so. Yeah, that is buck wild, my dude. It is absolutely buck wild. And so it brings me to the other question I wanted to ask. Rank them. Uh, based on what? Whatever you want, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, it can be how much you like oh. them, how good at act they are. I know. I know what I want to rank them on. Um, it's early. Okay. And I want to return to this in a few episodes. Um, okay. I want to rank them on best start. Best start Ooh, in an act in their acting best career. Best start. Yeah. Huh. And I see. I. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because we've and, seen and what, the pur- purpose of this project. We've seen all three beginnings. Um, yes. Yeah. So here's here I go. If you're ready. Yeah. Okay. Best start out of the gate, Tom Hanks. No question. Yeah, Um, I do think Splash kicks way more ass than... I don't even remember the name of Keanu's movie. Yeah, we got an hour and a half episode. Granted, it was a pretty terrible episode. Don't go listen to our first episode. (laughs) (laughs) But we kicked that can for an hour and a half on Splash. So they did something Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Yeah, or, I mean, it's also equally possible that we did something very wrong. Could be. Could be. 
Um, probably not. We're perfect. Um, True. number two on this list, I gotta say, is Keanu so far. Yeah. What was Keanu's first movie again? Uh, River's Edge. Yeah. Um. So hmm. not not specifically the first movie, but their pathway uh-huh. to stardom is what we're looking at. I got so you. The, the I launch gotcha. pad, because Tom Hanks, you got to think about Splash, then a series of very bad 80s comedy movies. Right. So, and then uh, Dwayne Johnson, sort of a hodgepodge of weird shit to get him going. Yeah, no, I, th- I think you're right. However... Mm-hmm. Unless see if we're if we're not going with just the first movie. Yeah. If we're doing like the, the first handful. Yeah. I think it's Keanu Tom Dwayne. Interesting. Now get on the chaise long and talk to me about mm-hmm. this. So Keanu's movies are not as good. I will say that. Yeah. However, I think what we have seen of him is more impressive than what we saw of Tom. In yes. his first, like, three. I mean, like in this movie. Because it's, you know, Bill and Ted's coming up, right? Yeah. It's on the horizon. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to get that flavor. But Keanu started with some pretty dramatic shit. Yeah. I mean, the first movie was about a murder. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, So, I could see that. I could see that. I just think it's funny looking back how Tom started. We saw Dwayne push to get to a certain echelon of acting. Yes. Um, and we're seeing Keanu kind of do the same, but from a different direction. The guy's pushing, but through really dramatic pieces. Yeah. Tom? In, in it. Mm-hmm. Tom just kind of stumbled into it, man. Tom just opened the door that said splash and then everything else just came after that exactly i know tom before you email us i know you worked your ass off and did other shit before yeah yeah we all know you put in the time blah 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 yeah but it it does seem like keanu and Dwayne both put in more effort than tom did it kind of seems like it um so, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> yeah, I don't really either, if I'm being honest. Um, let's I do see. just I do want to point out really quick that in neither of our assessments did we put Dwayne higher than last place. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, Dwayne, but especially yeah. your early stuff, pretty shit. And not your fault. Scorpion King no. was just sort of hot garbage. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I look it. It's also a very different sort of comparison because, yeah. you know, Keanu and and Tom are both actors trying to be actors. Yeah. True. 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 And Dwayne was trying to transition from being a wrestler. Yeah. To an actor. To an actor. And an actor. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I I, fully recognize that that transition is very different from the other two, but it does mean that he started with some real trash. Yeah. Just hot garbage. Fun garbage. Bankable garbage. Sure. Yeah. Which, in some ways, makes it uh, all the more commendable yeah. that he went on to have the success that he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. So, but not a not a dispersion on you, Mister Twain. Before you come choke either of us out and throw us through some windows, right? Uh, uh, so, you know, all of that to to say this is not the Dwayne Johnson season. This is the Keanu season, and Luke, I got to wondering, mm-hmm. does Keanu have a car collection? Okay, never in my life have I wanted to know the answer to anything more than I want to know the answer to this question right now. Can I spin you a guess really quick? Sure. I don't believe he has a car collection. I do believe he has a motorcycle collection. 
Uh, you're wrong. Oh, shit. I, I, now, I'll tell you, I don't know if he has a, uh, a motorcycle collection. I think he does. Yeah. Uh, but he does definitely have a car collection. Uh, he has a Volvo 122, which I gotta show you this thing, because holy fuck. Okay, that? If this is what his car collection is like, fucking righteous, Keanu. Uh, it ain't. Okay. Because <laughs> this next Because that guy's is... like, that guy's cute and green and vintage mm-hmm. and not ostentatious. It's just a Dude, righteous vehicle. You're going to break your fucking neck because the next one is a Porsche 911 Carrera. All right. I know what that guy looks like. And yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's quite different from a... Nice little Swedish turbocharged beauty. Yeah. And then a Mercedes AMG GLE 53. Mm. Uh, and I don't care about the car. I do care about the photo of our boy. Mm. Yeah, look, it's yeah. our guy. Little, little grizzled there. And then next, my guy, a Bugatti Veyron. <laughs> oh, of course. Jay Leno's got one. You know, you gotta have a Bugatti Uh, Veyron. And then a Ferrari La Ferrari. Mm, Ah, I love a good Ferrari the Ferrari. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A Ferrari California T. Mm -hmm. And an Audi A8, which... Which is just a a car. (laughs) A Bentley Continental GT... And an Audi Q7, which again, kind of, yeah, kind of just a car on that one. A Dodge Charger SRT, which it it's an ugly car, man. Oh yeah, I know what those dudes look like. Yeah, yeah. it is a John Wick vehicle, though. It, it is well, sort of. It's yeah. not. It's not quite the John Wick mobile. A Ferrari 488 488 GTB. Hmm. And, uh, oh, that was it. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing, because we, to to part the curtain a little bit, as made famous by our intro and him talking in it, we Mm -hmm. know he also has a motorcycle collection, because the guy's crazy about motorcycles. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. If you'll give me just a a moment. Oh, okay. We're going to read that entire one on air as well? Yeah. Let's see. Cause, uh, now I, I gotta tell you, man, I don't know a thing about motorcycles other than like I, Harley Davidson choppers. You know what I mean? So this is going to be interesting. A Suzuki GS, uh, 1100E, a 1974 BMW 750, a Kawasaki KZ900, a 1984 Harley Davidson shovelhead and a Moto Guzzi. That sounds made uh, up. I think you made up that last one. It could have. A 2004 Ducati 998, uh, which is the same bike that was used in the Matrix Reloaded. Okay. Like, wait, literally the same bicycle or the same bike? Uh, Same style. I don't know if it's actually the... It says the very same bike, so yeah. Damn. Now that's pretty cool do you think he just drove it off set and they were like well we can't get neo to give it back yeah they can't (laughs) (laughs) we're not gonna stop him he also co-founded a high-end custom motorcycle manufacturer Mm, well there goes there goes uh huh well hank your moneymaker doesn't really work with anything keanu reeves has going on in his name well there goes that segment well Sweet fuck. I'm just going to show you the picture of, I assume, his motorcycles with him. That's a happy Keanu right there. Look at that guy. That's a happy Keanu. I think this is audio poison. Uh, Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm sorry about that. I was going to pull the ripcord about 10 minutes ago, but here's the deal, Sam. Where else do we have to go with this episode, folks? Well. Where do we have? I do have some other questions. Oh, um, okay. Let's see. Uh, now, when you were growing up, yeah, did did you think that we actually had permanent records? No. 
See, I was always pretty sure we didn't, but also, mm-hmm. I was just scared enough that we did Yeah, that I didn't want to test it. Now, see, Sam, I, th- I find it funny that you said when you were growing up, as if you weren't there for the vast majority of it. Right, yeah. Um, neither of us were the kind of kid for whom a permanent record was much of a threat. You know no. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we were little little good boys. We were pretty good boys. Pretty bring an apple to school, tie your laces properly kind of good boys. Yeah, I just, I got to tell you, though, times when I wanted to sort of let loose and go goblin mode, <laughs> I, I was held in check by my actual fear that maybe a permanent record did exist. Yeah, that's fair. Like, do you remember when... 90s kids member. um, Do you remember when... I think it was in middle school? Uh Uh-huh. Do you remember when the kids threw the other kid into the pond? Very vaguely, yes. Yeah, so there were some kids that threw another kid into the pond. It's like Uh a senior prank, but we weren't seniors. This was like middle school, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Which is kind of funny to think about a bunch of middle schoolers being organized enough to round up like a posse and go Mm -hmm. get a kid. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Also a little horrifying. Yeah. And then chuck them into a pond. But, you know, part of me thinks that would have been fun to chuck a kid into the pond. Hell, it wouldn't have been at the time, but it would have been a pretty fun story to be the kid that got chucked in the pond. No. Mm, I, I don't look, know. I want to. I want to. Yes, and you so bad. However, um, if I were the kid who were thrown in the pond, I would very much want to forget that day as long as I lived. True. It because, depends how you spin it. Because I believe the kid that got chucked in the pond made uh-huh. it out to be like, "Fuck yeah, I got chucked in the pond. Look at me, I'm mm. all wet." He really spanned the shit out of it. Spun, span, spat. Uh, s- s- spanked. Spanked the shit out of it. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's good. He's, you know, he's probably like a lobbyist now. Um, <laughs> because I gotta tell you, if it's me, there's gonna be a whole lot of like, so you, you ended up in the pond? How'd that happen? And it's like, well, a lot of people, a lot of people mm-hmm. um did don't don't like me enough that they thought yeah. that they should attempt to drown me yeah. <laughs> yeah see that is that's not how this kid played it he he, he yeah. was the popular kid that got chucked in the pond anyway why are we talking about oh because the permanent record i yeah. part of me wishes you know or not wishes part of me thinks it would have been fun to chuck a kid in the pond or to do, like, a yeah. good, good senior prank. You know what sure. I mean? yeah. But I, I did, in fact, not want to do that. But I don't think it's because of this threat of a permanent record. Mm, okay. It was just sort of the the rules structure. Yeah, I think I think just the rules. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I but get that. If Do permanent records exist? Your wife was I a don't, teacher. I don't what's, know. What's the scoop I'll, on this one? I'll ask her. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I j- I want to say they exist maybe in some shape or form, but yeah. uh, do permanent? No. Records exist. I because I know there's some sort of documentation that like follows you. Surely, um, there's got to be but something. This, but I think it's more about like if you need any um accommodations and and stuff like that. Rather than like, yeah, he, he's a real sack of shit, and, and here's, threw a kid in the pond. Here's the thing I'm just realizing as well, which is mm-hmm. that pack your bags and move away is great advice for everybody, no matter what your age. Um, mm-hmm. Commit a social faux pas, no worries. Pack your bags, move away. There you um, go. Yeah, when you're a kid, you genuinely have this option. Because people move all the time. So you could be living in Phoenix, throwing kids in ponds. 
mm, and then abscond yeah. to Nashburg. Moved to Nashville the next week. Nashburg, yeah, my favorite, my favorite place. Yeah, Nashburg. Uh, na- so yeah, my father's from T- Nashville, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, <laughs> and uh, forgot halfway through saying it that nobody else's family refers to it as Nashburg. Um, mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> a little peek into the Patrick household there. Um, mm, okay. Okay. So I, I have an answer. Yeah. And it's eh, more like records, expulsion, suspensions, medical issues, and family issues. So it, it kind of does exist from the sound of things. Kind of does, but it doesn't sound like they'd track if you threw someone named Kyle into a pond. Well, if you were suspended after throwing a kid into a pond. Yeah. Sounds like that would make it on there. That would make the list. But here's what I'm saying. If you jump in your car and your family Mm -hmm. moves to to Milwaukee, uh, Uh there's no way that paper trail is following you. I can't get my medical records from the state I used to live in. You know, that's true. And here's the other, you know, each state is basically its own country at this point. Yeah, so dude. They're not going to fucking it, shit, man. Even districts within the same state don't work the same goddamn way. No, so there's you're no... telling me that yeah. uh Pennsylvania's uh <laughs> school system's going to talk to Wisconsin's? No, yeah. man. Uh Nebraska Homa. Yeah, there's no <laughs> Uh, or sorry, Nebrahoma. I messed that one up. Sorry, folks, residents of Nebrahoma. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's, yeah, Washagon. Washagon. Um, there's no way that paper trail is following you. I guess is what I'm saying, and that's got to be yeah, somewhat liberating. Granted, you're moving away. I never had to go through this as a kid, but I assume sucks to move away from your friends and the places you like and stuff and start anew. Yeah, but also probably. As an adult, fucking shit, man. You just get to start over, huh? That's pretty yeah. cool. Do you think that means that there are some, like, serial pond-tossing kids out there? Who yeah. just chuck a kid into a pond and move away and chuck another kid into a pond? And then move. Yeah, that's your coup de gras right there, my dude. That's your, mm-hmm. like, you get popular enough to suggest... Chucking a kid into a pond. Uh huh. And then you cement your legacy by actually chucking a kid into a pond. Yeah. I see you distracted over there. What's the update? No, no, no. I, I, I'm paying attention. Yeah. So I. I yeah. I mean, because it's, it's the modus operandi, you know? Yeah. You got this down to a fine science if you're hopping school districts left and right. Exactly. I mean, because. Yeah. Because after like I think three kids, you've you've got it down. You know oh, yeah. exactly what to do, and so it does make it easier to investigate you across state lines mm-hmm. when the Federal <laughs> Bureau <laughs> of Pond Tossing Investigations. Yeah, um, when the feds get involved, as they mm-hmm. always do, yeah. they'll be like, "No, see this this kid was tossed by a guy who was not well liked. That's not our guy. That is not our dude." Yeah. He also didn't spit in the pond. He, our guy always spits in the pond after. <laughs> now I'm wondering if the person, I don't remember who instigated, the person that instigated the pond tossing mm, yeah. wasn't some kind of serial pond tosser. He could have been. I mean, we yeah. don't remember him. And, yeah. Uh, so that doesn't speak well to him not being a repeat offender. True. God, if only there were a permanent record. If only. Luke, do you like beets? It depends on how a beet's prepared, Sam. I'm pretty mm-hmm. iffy on beets. Because mm, um, in the movie, uh, Keanu and his other friends are uh, on a similar page. Not really sure about beets. Don't know who eats beets. And it's me. You're a good, good beet boy. I love a beet. My wife does not, and that's why I don't get to eat them very much. Now, beets are challenging, is what mm, I will say. Yeah, 
I and do think it is the sort of Eastern European blood coursing through my veins. <laughs> Fair. I just I don't think even you could argue though that a beet a beet is it is a complex flavor that you get from a beet. I will grant you that yes, it does taste like you sprinkled sugar on dirt and ate it. Yeah. Um and I do understand that for many people who are not of the Eastern European persuasion, find that a challenging flavor. Yeah. <laughs> However, <laughs> I have just the requisite amount of self-loathing to say, sugar dirt, more please. More please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, everybody's got their thing, right? I mean... Mm -hmm. Gefelta fish looking at you, uh, or Ooh. a uh, a worse offender, if you're asking me, mashed peas, England. What's up with mashed peas? I eat you them. Know, Don't get me wrong. I like a mashed pea, <laughs> but the texture's challenging. The flavor's challenging. It's, yeah, I get what you're saying about I've beets. never actually had a mashed pea, but I'm very curious about it. Oh, man. So... Can I tell you a really quick anecdote? Sure, please do. I was at a pub in London, and I desperately wanted food, and I asked for fish and chips. And she, the woman mm -hmm. behind the the bar says, Would you like your peas garden or mashed? And I panicked, because what the hell are garden peas? So yeah, I just said mashed. Turns out Sam gardens the regular version. Mmm, whole, just, just in a little pile. Just a pile of peas. So I kind of mm. messed that one up and got the mashed version instead. Uh, <laughs> but as <laughs> as stated, did eat them, did kind of like them. Yeah, you know. So uh, beets. I guess you're a beet eater, and I am not opposed to mashed mashed peas. Sure. This is this is our lot in life. Um. Do you want to know Keanu's middle name? Yes. Yes. Charles. It's Chuck, huh? Hmm. Yeah. Keanu Chuck Reeves. Chuck Reeves is powerful, though. Chuck Reeves is very powerful. Chuck Reeves is the kind of guy that's either, as you've already said in this episode, a lobbyist mm -hmm. um, or a Lexus dealer. Yeah. It is one of the two. Yeah. Uh,. Man, we're talking about Keanu Reeves' middle name, folks. We are scraping the barrel for content on this week's episode. <laughs> we are. Um, and uh, and so, Luke, I do think it's time for you to um, toss on uh, just a, a nice, uh, is it toque? Yeah, toque. Yeah. yeah. Toss on a toque and, and a nice uh, cozy parka because it's time to come with me on a walk down history lane. I love the seasonality on History mm -hmm. Lane. And I'm excited to new outfits, to see new outfits in the future. Sure. Yeah. We've, look, man, we're going to have a lot of seasons to, mm -hmm. <laughs> to walk down History Lane. <laughs> so, um, of course, you know, uh, Keanu Reeves has uh, has been alive for centuries, if not millennia. Yeah. Uh, and by if not, I mean almost certainly uh, has been around for millennia. And in this movie, uh, he's quite the musician. Isn't yeah. He? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Luke, that's because he he invented the harpsichord. Damn, Keanu. Every week I'm learning new facets about you, but this one, this one's pretty special to me. Invented the harpsichord, huh? Yeah. So, uh, uh, 1397, uh, he was Herman Pohl, uh, mm. who invented uh, the what he called the clavis clavis clav shit clavisimbalum clavisimbalum difficult clavis to say Keanu. that one was not yeah here. also the, did you say herman pohl herman pohl p o l l clearly this was a guy or this was keanu making up a name on the spot where someone oh, was like, he needs a new identity. All right. Someone asks him, what's his name? And he says, Herman. And then looks around and he sees a pole. Herman 
Pole. Pole. They go, all right, Herman Pole it is. Sure. Yeah, because it's 1397. They're not going to ask too many questions. No. Nah. Um, apparently, you know, the harpsichord was not like a, a super new idea because the idea of controlling a musical instrument with a keyboard, they had figured that out with organs, which Keanu also invented. Um, mm. And uh, the the psaltery, P-S-A-L-T-E-R-Y, was uh, widely used before that, which uh, that's a wild-ass instrument. Uh, a fretboard, a fretboardless box zither. Of course, <laughs> yeah. Of course, yeah. yeah. Look, this episode's garbage. I, I'm so <laughs> fucking sorry. There's nothing to say. Even this ended up being more of a dead end than I thought it would be. Hey, hey, man, don't talk yourself down on this one because what we learned <laughs> is that Keanu invented the harpsichord and that he perfected this design out of a bunch of other bad designs including something <laughs> called a zither so we've learned a lot today <laughs> sure whatever man um do you have anything to say the so there's a play being that's being put on by the high schoolers in this uh, movie oh yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, they keep singing about their balls over water and every time it did make me laugh even with everything else going on in this movie um, yeah they kept saying the line when the balls are over water and I kept thinking yep that's the navy pretty much that was was the HMS pinafore and Luke I gotta tell you what a deeply Deeply excruciatingly uncool looking play that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we put on Bye Bye Birdie one year in our high that, school. Hey, Bye Bye Birdie rocks ass. That's what I was to HMS Pinafore. That's where I was going with that. Yeah, man, we put on Bye Bye Birdie. Like, yeah, not HMS Bye Bye Birdie Pinafore. Would absolutely beat HMS Pinafore's ass. Yeah, and if, Music Man, I want to say we did one year as well. Yeah, we did Music Man. Many, many uh, years after good. the kid was chucked in the pond, just to place mm-hmm. this in your heads, folks. Yeah, this um, was post-pond chucking. Yeah. Yeah. I did notice that, um, so it's a high school production of HMS Pinafore, uh, with the music being performed by the school's orchestra, and Luke, no. Because having been to our high school orchestra's concerts, no offense, folks, no high school orchestra is good. You know what's funny about you saying that, Sam? Mm-hmm. You know who was in the orchestra? Not you. Oh, I was in Bye Bye Birdie's pit, my man. Oh, no, see, that a uh, pit orchestra is different. Oh, okay, yeah, I mean, yeah, I was taking umbrage with you casting dispersions on my ability to play shitty no, no, no. music at the time. Because the pit orchestra is good, because that's mostly a band. Yeah, for sure. Um, in fact, I th- did they even just call it a pit band when we did mm, Bye Bye Birdie? Yeah, I think I think we were, we would do pit band rehearsal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because uh, were there stringed instruments other than uh, I believe the guitar or bass that you played? Yeah, there were for sure some stringed instruments, my man. Okay, because yeah. in this one, HMS Pinafore, in this movie, it is largely a string, like classic string instrument yes, orchestra. It is. Yeah, it's like an orchestra yeah. complete with timpani, yeah. Yeah, and again, I went to a couple orchestra concerts. A high school orchestra can't be good. yeah. Them's hard instruments to master. Yeah, I was about to say, not because of the there's a lack of talent or drive on the high school's no, parts. Fucking difficult. Yeah, wrangling a fretless stringed instrument is like trying to get a cat to sing an aria. It's yeah. difficult. It's not impossible. But mm-hmm. it is difficult. <laughs> Cause look, I can't cast aspersions here. I played saxophone and I did a shit job at it. Yeah. Um so, so I'm not sitting here acting like I was some sort of professional grade musician, but God damn, yeah, uh, you would need like your community orchestra to 
to play for for a play there. Yeah, I think so. I think you got to reach out to the broader community on that one. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say about this. Well, then let's just get the fuck out, like, like a business meeting. Folks will give you back two minutes of your, one minute of your time. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's. <laughs> we can all go do, home. Yeah. Let me, let me pull up what we're watching next week so we can do that part of the show at least. Yeah. Um, and hopefully do it good. Yes. Um, and. Boy, oh boy. I open, uh, too many tabs. What the mm. fuck is wrong with me? I don't know. You're a tab hoarder. I don't have this affliction. We've talked about this at length. Yeah. Uh. Oh. So. Uh. Next week is uh 1988's The Prince of Pennsylvania. Uh. What do you oh, think that one's about? My God. Yes. Or have you seen it? I have not. Um, okay. I have an amazing idea though about what what this movie is. Yes. I'm pretty yes, sure I know. Yes. Please. Which is that Keanu Reeves decides to take the entirety of Pennsylvania and turn it into one of these, like, uh, what are they called? Like, pirate radio, um, like, independent nations within the U.S. Oh, yeah, like a micro-state? A micro-state, thank you. Decides to make yeah. more of a macro-state. Yeah. Um. <laughs> he secedes from the Union. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it actually gets groundswell behind him as the prince. Um sort of establishing a monarchy if you will within the u.s i fucking hope that is what this movie is yes 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 yes. i sincerely hope that's what it is i think it's i think it's keanu at the helm of a microstate branching away from the union uh creating establishing a new dynasty a new monarchy Mm -hmm. uh and then you know maybe some delightful interplay between his monarchy and the bewilderingly still existent monarchies in europe um because mm-hmm. they're still around question mark yeah um, just the most deformed habsburg you could find <laughs> yeah making a trip to, to the old the old pa um mm-hmm. yeah that's sort of what i think is on deck sam what do you think is coming up so um it's pretty similar however i think uh there's a gubernatorial election in pennsylvania mm. And um, it ends in a dead tie. And so they are just going to do a runoff, and they do the runoff, and that also is a dead tie. Mm. And so they're trying to figure out what to do, and they're looking at the state constitution, and it turns out that a, a, an, just a strange old law that never got repealed from their constitution does say that in the event of a tie in a runoff, the governorship goes to the most recent living relative of King George the Third. Mm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's Prince Keanu, who now is the governor of Pennsylvania. He's like 17 years old. He loves to smoke weed and rock out. And now he has to lead the state, the Commonwealth. Yeah, I think the Commonwealth. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course, it's a Commonwealth. It's been bequeathed to the king's like existing nephew or last mm-hmm. living nephew or whatever. Exactly. Um, yes. So basic, basically the same movie as yours. Uh, just yeah. A different way of getting there. Yeah, I think we could combine both of these concepts and probably arrive at the truth, if I'm honest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> probably. Yeah. So, God willing, this movie is more fun than um than this week's. Yeah, let's fucking hope so. God, I hope. Uh, well, folks, until then, uh, you can find us on uh, Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter as long as it exists at Hanksy Panksy Pod. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod, and uh, you or actually wait, I goofed it up. On Twitter, we're just Hanksy Panksy. Uh, oh, okay. You can send us an email at hanksypanksypod at gmail.com. And uh, if you want to join our Patreon, that's uh, patreon.com slash hanksypanksy. We got a lot of fun stuff over there. And uh, the community's growing, so you better get on board because, um, well, there's really no limit to you getting on board. But yeah. you should just join anyway <laughs> while, while the getting's good. 
This train is departing the station, uh, you know, yeah. kind of whenever, really. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, but, you know, don't you want to say I I joined the Patreon before most of the other people? Yeah, Don't I you want to be our 10th patron? I got in on the ground floor of Hanksy Pansy. Exactly. Pansy. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, jump on in there, uh, pick the movies that we watch, and uh, also check us enough money, and you'll be one of Hanks's heroes like Russell, Tuck, and Daniel. Um, I won't serve y'all beats. I kind of figure that y'all don't like yeah. those. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Luke, do you have a final quote? I do, and it is said exactly like this. Oh, Hey. <laughs> First 30 seconds in the movie, folks. So excellent. Well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves. We'll be back next week with 1988's The Prince of Pennsylvania. <laughs>